0: Health Radio, your are DIY
1: Health Radio, your are DIY Health Radio
0: Sergeant Jim Graham, if you can call me
2: sorry.
1: Well, good morning and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Thursday, February 24th, 2022. This program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors, most people go to see when they have a health issue. MDs are wrapped around the axles of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top, nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. When you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Then you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do it yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, com. There's all kinds of information there. Uh, While you're there, make sure you hit the uh, radio shows tab, and at the top of the page, you'll see the link to the archive page set up through castbox.fm, and we got close to probably 800 shows up there now. They're all shareable via email and social media. They're annotated as to what we talked about, and I encourage you to have fun with it. Just share them with friends and family and let them learn how they can restore their health naturally as well. And scroll down a little further, you'll see the information about the show we do, shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. And then at the bottom of the page is a link to the Facebook page set up for the show, as well as the Telegram channel. And uh, also hit the, uh, the links button. And at the top of the page, you'll see the link to our sister site, YourDIYWealth.com. It's a little money tree icon or image, which is kind of uh, fortuitous. Anyway, what if you could... Uh, take advantage or have the opportunity to take advantage of the crypto industry without worrying about market volatility. That's a pretty big deal. And uh, learn how you can capitalize on the next megatrend that is greater than the internet and mobile phone revolutions combined. And at the same time, there's videos there that will help you learn how you can become a part of the dynamic hyper community and experience the incredible benefits of membership. And they are incredible you can literally set yourself up to be financially free within a year or two just by getting involved with this program. I won't go into anything more. Uh, It is not an investment per se, but it does have the ability to give you things that can be converted into financial um, um, items, devices, whatever, and that you can spend anywhere in the world from a digital or – physical debit card. Pretty cool. But anyway, check it out. And if you have any questions, get in touch with me. I'll do everything I can to uh, walk you through the process, uh, get your questions answered. Whether it's the health or the wealth, we'll uh, work on it. And uh, the contact me button has all the information on how to get a hold of me. So uh, enjoy that. Take take good care of you know. Just do it. <laughs> That's all there's to it. And keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the True Frequency Radio Network, its owners or sponsors or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. The number to call into the show is 833-TFR-LIVE. That's 833-837-5483. Again, 833 837 five four eight three or eight three three t-f-r-l-i-v-e and uh, wanted to start out today by calling out an anti-american pro-tyranny business yeah they're out there (laughs) and i bumped into one yesterday caught me by surprise um it was very very surprising actually um, because it was a dentist who I had been to six months ago. Um, I had one dentist that I'd been going to for, oh man, 20, 25 years. And he ended up retiring and sold his practice and a new guy took over. And he was okay. But I figured it might be worth, you know, doing a little looking and see if I could find someone a little better. And uh, my old dentist recommended this new guy. So I said, okay, I'll give him a try. And uh, last summer, it was probably, well, whatever six months ago is, it that's, you know, you do two checkups a year kind of thing. And about six months ago, so it was probably, I guess it was uh, like in September ish, somewhere in there. Um, had an appointment, went in for a cleaning and all that good stuff. And everything, you know, as, you know, I walk through the, you know, I see, I walk up to the place and I get signs all over. got to have a face diaper on to come in here and all this other crap. Well, I go in without one, and they said, you need a face diaper. And I said, I ain't going to do it. And I pulled my medical exemption card out of my pocket, showed it to them, and the girl took the thing, made a copy of it, said they'd put it in my uh, file, and it would be fine. I said, okay, and they didn't give me any more grief the rest of the time I was there. Well, I figured yesterday, I figured it'd be the same thing. And I get there, and same signs on the doors, and... But the people in the behind the counter had been replaced with you know brain dead spoon fed Nazis that uh, nope you must have face mask. they were adamant we're going to lose our license if you come in here without one I said no you're not I said you're more likely to lose your license by denying me service because I could file a complaint for violating federal law and you could lose your license over that I said but there's you're not you're not complying with the law by you know keeping me out you're violating the law by keeping me out of federal law. And uh, the whole thing was just a. I I said, fine, you know, cancel the appointment I'm leaving and uh, don't even think about billing my insurance because if you do, I will file insurance fraud charges against you and you'll lose your license that way. Um, just could not believe the, the idiocy of these people. And I don't know, just absolutely insanity, you know, and I just can't believe people can be that stupid. And these are the same people that come July 4th when Lee Greenwood starts old call to be an American where I get to think I'm free. They'll get up and get tears in their eyes and have, you know, oh, 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 I'm so patriotic. They'll be waving the flag and all this stuff. They're all a bunch of fricking communists. (laughs) And uh, it just disgusts me. You know, I've never been a fan of that song in the first place because the words are screwed up, you know. And I like think the man who died to give that right to me. They didn't die to give you the rights. Nobody gives you rights but God. They might secure those rights, maybe. But even that's questionable given the situation we're involved in. It's all a bunch of fraud. But uh to sit there and watch people get all teary eyed over it, and it's like you gotta be kidding me. And at the same time, they're the same ones running around with face diapers on, taking these toxic bioweapons they are referring to as vaccines, and everything else. And the one saving factor is I'm sure everybody in that place has probably had all their shots plus their boosters. So I have the satisfaction of knowing in two to five years that practice probably won't even be there anymore because it'll all be dead. And... uh, not that I'm wishing that on anybody, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm reaching the point where the herd needs to be called, and that's exactly what this is. Now, I feel bad for the, the people that are foolish enough to take it to keep their jobs, which I'm sure some of the people there did. Uh, but, hey, you know, if you're an adult and you're in that position and you take it for a paycheck, you're a freaking idiot and you deserve what you get. That's just my personal opinion. Um If you know it's wrong and you do it anyway in order to keep your paycheck, shame on you. If you get screwed up, it's on you. But the little kids that are being put into this condition by their parents, sucks to be them. That's all I can say. But just in case there's anybody in the central Ohio area looking for a dentist, here's one to avoid. Christopher Herrick, H-E-R-R-I-C-K-D-D-S at 5797 Beechcroft Road, Suite B, Columbus, Ohio, 43229. Avoid them like the plague. They are Nazis, they are anti-American, they are pro-tyranny, and they don't deserve your business, period. They're enforcing non-existent laws in violation of real laws, and they don't care. I told them, you're violating federal law, no, we're not. Yes, you are. I can quote it to you. I have a card right here that has it on it. No, we're not. I said, you know, when they're that stupid, and I run into that, I've run that. i run into that several times. I didn't have the same thing at the local Apple store here a couple of weeks ago. Frickin' people are just a bunch of idiots. They're just doing what they're told without any question whatsoever. And it breaks my heart to see what's happening to this country, and yes, the great country to the north as well, um, when people just willfully do, or you know, unwillfully, un- i should—they just you know they're willful. They just do what they're told without any question. And the thing that makes me so sick is if everybody would have just set up, I, you know, stood up on their hind legs and said, "I don't think so. We ain't doing that." You know, we're Americans. We have rights. And we're gonna we're gonna fight to keep them. It would have been over because we we're North Americans and we have rights. That way we cover the U.S. and Canada. But the thing is, is people should have done that. You know, that's exactly what I did. I have not worn a face mask, and I I, I will make sure that I never give any patronage. None of my money will ever go to someone who's denied me access for not wearing one. And. If everyone else had done that, this whole thing would have been over, and more than likely, the little mom-and-pop shops would still be there, and a lot of these big stores would be closed instead of the other way around. Trouble is, the mom-and-pop stores can't afford to have an attorney on uh, on retainer to advise them, say, you can't keep people out if they want to come in without one. <laughs> Uh, they just think they can, and as a result, they lose a lot of business, and they go out of business, which unfortunately, you know, ignorance of the law is no excuse. As the saying goes, if they're stupid enough to, to do that kind of thing instead of, you know, they should have done the same thing that the all the other Americans should have done, said, no, we're not enforcing that stuff on our customers. They have rights, and so do we, and we're not going to do it. But everybody's afraid, oh, I'm going to lose my license. Get over it. You know, the thing is, is a lot of people just need to lose their licenses. And then maybe they would figure out that, hey, I don't really need a license to do my job anyway. And uh, I'm not going to replay it because I did it on, I think I did it on Monday or on Tuesday. But go back and listen to Tuesday's replay. Uh, Where I had um, Mike uh, Colem on talking about private membership associations. And yes, and virtually anybody short of a real estate business, for some reason, they're not able to do this. But um, just about anybody else doctors, nurses, you know, uh, repair shops, you know, you know oil change in places, you name it, restaurants. They can all utilize the private membership association and do away with all government regulation. They can get their freedom back and be able to pr- you know, practice whatever they want to do. No license involved. You can be a doctor without a license. Yeah, that's true. It's good to have the training, but you don't got to have no freaking license. That's just... The government taxing you to you know to do your own work, which is illegal. It's unconstitutional, but people do it. They just put up with it. I don't know why, but they do. But uh, just something to think about. Uh, anyway, there was something else I want to cover here. I was just listening to a replay of yesterday's. Uh, Alex Jones show, and regardless of what you think of Alex himself, the guy does get some good guests on, and he was talking to a doctor by the name of, uh, where is it, Syed Hader, I think it is, S-Y-E-D-H-A-I-D-E-R, and he has a website called mygotodoc.com, M-Y-G-O-T-O-D-O-C.com, and I'm putting it in the chat room, and I'll also put it in the Telegram channel. And what he does, he set up a system where he can get you um, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine uh, within the U.S. because there are so many, you know, the U.S. Uh, Postal Service and most of the other uh, shipping companies are conspiring to prevent people in the U.S. from receiving Uh, shipments of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and other things that can help uh, treat uh, COVID uh, from out of the country. So he has basically, um, he's got a free COVID uh, care ebook that you can download. And he also has free chat visits and get a prescription now button that you can click. And he recommends stockpiling these items and having them on hand so if you get COVID you already have the stuff you need to take care of it now I'm not saying that the best thing to do is to utilize um, uh, pharmaceuticals and there are tons and tons and tons of natural things that will knock COVID right out I got COVID in 2020 um, in December and just by boosting what I was doing with my nutritional stuff knocked it out in 36 hours and that's faster than you would with any of these drugs are talking about. So, uh, you know, I'm just saying that if you are inclined to have the stuff on hand or you want it for friends and family, you can, uh, you can do that. But, um, again, it's my go to doc.com and, uh, they have uh, media appearances and, uh, other things, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And it's available nationwide, including Alaska, Hawaii, the Virgin Islands, and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, let's see what else. It's really easy and stress free. Getting hassle free healthcare online takes just a few minutes. And apparently, um, they're very quick and responsive. They have a chat button that uh, is there for you to use. Um, And he has a whole protocol worked up. So um, I encourage people, if you are interested in that kind of thing and want to have the the pharmaceuticals on hand, um, this is probably one of the better places to go. And he sounded very, very good on the um, uh, show with Alex. And we have one, the attack against COVID therapeutic surges amid vax push. And we have one, is it ethical to market vaccines to kids? (laughs) Absolutely not, but they do it. Let's, uh, how much time we got here? I want to go ahead and play one of these things because I doubt they're very long. Here's the first one.
0: Syed Haider is a doctor and internist who has been raising the red flag about the government's lack of support for the use of therapeutics, especially ivermectin. He has treated thousands upon thousands of people with this therapeutic and others with great success. And the doctor joins us now to discuss all this craziness that's going on uh, with this government doctor and their refusal to look at therapeutics. I am a test sample. I used them in March, Doc, when I had it. And let me tell you, I gotta admit, I felt like hell, let's just put it that way, the first two days of the virus. I don't know what strain I had in March, but it hurt. The minute I started getting the ivermectin hydroxyls into my system, I felt better in 24 to 36 hours. Welcome, by the way.
3: Yeah, thank you very much, I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Sorry, big lead Um, up there, I had a lot to say about all this. (laughs) sure I can tell um, yeah so I hear this all the time from patients um, just like you're saying they're they're feeling really sick it's been going on for a few days they take a ivermectin and sometimes within 30 40 minutes sometimes within a few hours they feel a whole lot better and actually my mother may have just had this and she was actually in the house with me she just came um, a few weeks ago and so she came down with something that really looked a lot like omicron and she said she felt better within hours and she could feel it you know wearing off and i said you know go ahead take it twice a day if you're if you can tell that you're feeling better with ivermectin um so, so it does actually work for other coronaviruses and rhinoviruses, you know, other flu viruses. So, you know, I've had a lot of people take it when they weren't even sure they had COVID and, and start to feel better very quickly. So, it it's really powerful stuff, and it really does work. And unfortunately, for a lot of people, there's you know a concerted effort to convince people that it's dangerous. Um, I mean, literally, it's one of the safest drugs I've ever 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 seen i mean it's literally safer than tylenol ibuprofen you know antihistamines i can't think of a single over-the-counter drug in the united states that's actually safer than ivermectin
0: wow that's a bold statement but i'm so glad you're here to say it Uh, um, and what do you make of all the hyping up publicity bs as it were uh, from the mainstream media from this administration about ivermectin trying to tie it to the what Two or three or four cases in the whole country of 333 million people, three or four dummies went to a feed store and got the animal dosage instead of getting the human dosage because pharmacists and doctors won't prescribe it or give it to them. But minus those three or four people that screwed up, this is an okay drug. So why would you have the media in this administration telling us not to take it and trying to paint it as a horse dewormer only?
3: So you can only speculate, but, you know, if you follow the money, Mm. as with anything in life, you can usually figure out the answer, you know. So there's a vaccine, you know, agenda at play here in the United States. And it seems like that is supposed to be the only answer for this virus. And it's a really terrible answer. You know, it doesn't seem to be working. I mean, if you just look at the facts, we've vaccinated more people than ever before, and it's worse than ever before now. Um, You know, Omicron cases are just going through the roof. And I I don't want to, frighten people too much about omicron but i think we do have to look at the data that we have right now and it is a bit concerning you know it's certainly maybe it's half as infectious or sorry it's more infectious but maybe it's half as lethal right. um or half <clears throat> you know it might be ha- so. If you look at the case numbers, yesterday was a huge day. There were over 500,000 new cases of Omicron in the United States yesterday, um, which is more new cases of COVID than we've ever had before. The previous high was January 8th, I think, and that was 300,000 new cases on January 8th. And so, if you if you compare yesterday to January 8th, which was our previous high um, all-time record in the United States as a country, the hospitalizations and the deaths are about half of what they were on January 8th. And right now, the, the cases are going up almost in a straight line. I mean, it's it's kind of frightening to look at. If you look, you know, you can see this right. the Google track Can I bring I up two things,
0: COVID. Doc, and, and point something out that, that I've noticed? So, one, you brought up follow the money and why they won't look at therapeutics. Can I point out that Dr. Fauci and the federal health officials, in my mind, conned President Trump and his administration into signing the executive order to allow this emergency act so we could make this – vaccine in a short amount of time which if you read the rules okay if there are therapeutics available that could cure something you can't enact the emergency act and do this so obviously they had to convince Absolutely. him the administration in this country yeah. that there were no therapeutics which is a bold-faced lie that's number one number two you said five they they're spiking oh goodness that's because they just ramped up tests in the last week and a half and, them and sent them out yep. everywhere so of course if you have something that spreads faster and you send out a few extra million tests We're going to have more numbers, but it's not killing people or hospitalizing them more. So why the hell are we staying locked down and freaking people out over it?
3: Right. I, I don't think we can stop this with lockdowns. I think we've proven that over and over again. I mean, we, we should have realized that after the first month of lockdowns. I Do mean, they work? I, I don't think we should have locked down at all. Do they work? I, I mean, from my read of the situation, you know, if you put a gun to my head and ask me if they work, it doesn't look like they work. You know, I think what we should be doing in this country is what Sweden did, you know, and some states are going down that route. You know, it seems like Florida is choosing that. Um, South Dakota chose that. Um, so if anything, maybe protect the, the very old, you know, the people who are at highest risk, you That's know, try to protect. Saying them from getting it That's right but you know just shutting down the entire country or the entire world it's it's like it's such a bitter pill you know it's it's worse than you know it's it's not fixing anything and it's worse than COVID itself right because you have people okay. becoming suicidal you have people you know harming their children you know you have abuse you have all kinds of things people missing you know testing that they need to do for cancer you know not going to the hospital when they are having a heart attack and yeah, we I mean, barely just, ever talk about the,
0: that there's other no, things happening I, out there, health-wise, and people are not getting the care they need because all we're worried about is COVID. For crying out loud, for two years they're wrapping me up, uh, doctor. But uh, so, how many years you've been practicing? By the way, you've been doing this a while.
3: Ten years, more, more than ten years now. Okay. Yeah. How many patients
0: since COVID broke 20 months ago have you seen and treated with therapeutics? Would you say?
3: So close to 5,000 at this point who had acute COVID-19 infection. Out of that, you would have expected to see 300 hospitalizations and at least five deaths. I had only five hospitalizations out of about 5,000 people and no deaths. Everyone recovered. Therapeutics. This this stuff really works. Yeah, if you're using all available drugs like ivermectin, fluvoxamine, you know, bedsonide, stuff that we know works. We've seen it work in dozens of studies, tens of thousands of patients around the world. I mean, never before have we had such positive trial data for any drug. And, and not been allowed to use it in the United States.
0: How are they gonna get it, doctor? That's the key. I have people messaging me all the time saying I can't get it because a doc won't give it to me in this state, or I got the prescription and I went, and then the a CVS person said this is for COVID, I can't give it to you.
3: I mean, yeah, how, how so, are they gonna get it? Yeah, you gotta come by my go to doc. Um, that's my website. Okay. We can still get it to people from in-U.S. pharmacies who mail it in. Uh, nope. They're stopping it at the border. If it's coming from overseas, they're going to stop that. You know, that, That's what you were okay. saying before. But if you get it from – some of the U.S. pharmacies are still able to ship it in to people.
0: Great. Uh, put that website back up, guys, real quick before we say goodbye to the doctor because I want folks to know that. We get these messages daily. Uh, Dr. Sayed Hader, thank you so much for the work you're doing, for being honest, speaking your mind, uh, and not going along with this –
1: perfect timing we'll be back in three minutes with more of your diy health here on the True frequency radio network stay with us we'll be right back back to the second segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And uh, during the break, I was just answering a question in chat by Alan, who's asking about um, nicotine replacement therapy uh, as far as when I was a cop and uh, if someone was in a holding cell, were they allowed to have something like that? And I said, nope. (laughs) No gum, no patches, no runs, no hits, no errors uh when someone's checked into a uh, holding cell their everything is removed from them except their main layer of clothing and uh pockets are emptied there're no smoking no drinking no eating with the exception of um if they're in there during a, uh, what would normally be considered a mealtime if they're in there long enough to require feeding then they are given Uh, Back in the day, it was a McDonald's hamburger, a small fry, and a small drink. (laughs) Real healthy stuff. But um, they were observed carefully when they were uh, allowed to have that stuff. And they were told that if they didn't make sure that they were very neat and clean, that that would be the last meal they would see until they got to jail or checked or bonded out. But uh, even that, uh, they would not get any of that stuff unless and until they had already complied with any testing requirements. Like if they were, you know, if it was a DWI kind of thing or something and we wanted to do uh, a breathalyzer or uh, urinalysis or something like that, there are time restraints when you cannot... You know, have anything to eat or drink um, that you have to observe them before they take those tests, and uh, we had to make sure that those kind of things are handled first. But um, you know, usually it's somebody who's there that's brought out for jail or from jail for court, and they miss lunch at the at the jail, so they get basically a, a small lunch from us, and then they go back and get their you know back into the system. But hopefully that'll answer it. Um, let's see. When I made uh, the one mistake, I'll never make life <laughs> uh nearly a whole day. And, yeah, it's it's rough being addicted to those things. The one thing that's interesting, though, um, never had anybody say anything about patches or, you know, the gum or anything like that. If the person was a smoker, you know, they may, may once or twice say, man, I really need a cigarette. I say, sorry. <laughs> I, I understand it but you know rules is rules and you ain't getting one until you're out of here um, and unfortunately that's just one of those things that uh, i know it's more agony more agonizing for not for a smoker than in a non-smoker but uh that's one of the things you know where like i think it was dr laura said uh, we're in the position we are because of the choices we make <laughs> so if you have to uh If you're locked in a a holding cell and can't get a smoke and are jonesing, guess what? Either stop smoking or stop doing stuff to get put in jail for. (laughs) That's my response. Uh, Preferably both. Um, But um, the odd thing was, is most people when they're in in, in a jail cell, um, they tend to concentrate more on that. And figuring out what they're going to do to get out than they are about having a smoke and that kind of thing. It you know it kind of shifts their attention a little bit. Not all, but most. And most people, you know, we take their cigarettes and they never say boo. Um, maybe they're just casual smokers and didn't really have a problem or something. I don't know, but uh, bad habit anyway. <laughs> but every once in a while somebody would sneak one in and we'd find them. And I'll tell you what, it didn't take long. In a in a concrete facility, you know you walk in the back, you know, and you can smell the smoke very quickly the second you walk in there. And you track down who's in there, and you say, "Give me the cigarette," <laughs> not just the one you're smoking. But then they get searched again, and we make sure that they don't have anything. And uh, usually, it's one of the rookies that doesn't do a good job of searching or something. Or they stick them in in the cell with handcuffs on and they think, well, they're handcuffed behind their back. They they can't get anything. Most people, unless they're really old and stiff, are flexible enough that if given the chance, especially if they have a bench to sit on, they can get their handcuffs around in front of them. And if they can find it, they'll get it and light it up and use it. Um, it happened once or twice, but uh, never went on mine. I always did a good job of searching people. But uh, there were some that would sneak them in there. But anyway, I want to talk again. I was uh, just last night, I was looking at a uh, uh, video called Indoctrination. Not indoctrination, but nation, I-N-D-O-C-T-O-R-N-A-T-I-O-N, by Dr. David Martin. And uh, it's basically one of the Pandemic series. And I want to play a little of that just because it's such good information that people, I think, have forgotten where all this came from. And this did not just happen by happenstance um, in some wet market in China. Uh, Dr. Martin has been researching this stuff for years and years and years and is uniquely qualified to explain exactly what took place and how it took place. So I'm going to play a little of this. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but just enough to get a good grip of it. If I can get the thing to play. (laughs) Here we go. I think it's going to start and the link to this video the whole thing is in my telegram channel and i will also put it in the chat room
2: on behalf of our center and our partners the world economic forum and the bill and melinda gates foundation i'd like to extend a very warm welcome to our audience here in new york as well as our larger virtual audience participating online today The Event 201 scenario is fictional. Today's scenario is going to simulate meetings of a multi-stakeholder group called the Pandemic Emergency Board. We're at the start
4: of what's looking like it will be a severe pandemic. And there are problems emerging that can only be solved by global business and governments working together.
0: There's been uh, some conspiracy theories that are around about uh, the potential that pharmaceutical companies or the UN have released this for their own benefit.
2: And maybe this is a time for us to showcase some
1: cases where we are able to to bring forward some bad actors and leave it before the courts to decide whether they have actually spread some fake news.
2: A new coronavirus. Infected people got a respiratory illness with symptoms ranging from mild flu-like signs to severe pneumonia. In related news, a significant demand for personal
4: protective equipment like N95 masks and gloves are on the rise. Patients are overwhelming healthcare facilities. People are avoiding public spaces out of fear of infection and in compliance with public health recommendations. Our U.S. affiliate has just released polling results on public expectations for a vaccine, and 65% of those polled are eager to take the vaccine, even if it's experimental.
3: I'm not optimistic about
5: having the vaccine in time to be relevant during in this pandemic. With enough money and political
0: will, anything is possible.
3: Penalties have been put in place for spreading harmful falsehoods, including arrests.
2: If the solution means controlling and reducing access to information, I think it's the right choice. The world saw large scale protests and, in some places, riots. This led to violent crackdowns in some countries and even martial law. The public lost trust in their respective administrations. Economists say the economic turmoil caused by such a pandemic will last for years. The societal impacts, the loss of faith in government, the distrust of news, and the breakdown of social cohesion could last even longer. We have to ask. Did this need to be so bad?
4: I'm the developer of Linguistic Genomics, which was the first platform on which you could determine the intent of communication rather than the literal artifact of communication. But we've also used that technology for a number of other applications in defense and intelligence and finance, and most notably, in the early 2000s, my company was responsible for bringing down what was, at the time, one of the largest tax frauds in U.S. history. We maintained a series of inquiries into every individual, every organization, and every company that is involved in anything that either blurs the line of biological and chemical weapons or crosses that line in any of 168 countries. In 1999, there were a million patents digitized by IBM. And those million patents were the first time human innovation had been put into an electronic, digital, searchable format. We took that information and we did a very simple exercise using our linguistic genomics technology, where I made the horrific assessment that approximately one third of all patents filed in the United States were functional forgeries, meaning that while they had linguistic variations, they actually covered the same subject matter. In 1999, patents on coronavirus started showing up, and thus began the
2: rabbit trail. March 2003, panic grips Hong Kong as a deadly new virus sweeps through the city.
4: In 2003, the Center for Disease Control saw the possibility of a gold strike, and that was the coronavirus outbreak that happened in Asia. They saw that a virus they knew could be easily manipulated was something that was very valuable. And in 2003, they sought to patent it. And they made sure that they controlled the proprietary rights to the disease, to the virus, and to its detection, and all of the measurement of it. We know that Anthony Fauci, that Ralph Barrick, that the Center for Disease Control, and the laundry list of people who wanted to take credit for inventing coronavirus were at the hub of this story. From 2003 to 2018, they controlled 100% of the cash flow that built the empire around the industrial complex of coronavirus.
3: The
5: World Health Organization has officially named the, the novel coronavirus. coronavirus. The novel
2: sweeping coronavirus, the outbreak. The coronavirus the outbreak. outbreak. The World the Health the Organization
0: has a pandemic,
2: an international
0: public health pandemic. emergency.
4: Well, we know that the coronavirus manipulation started with Dr. Ralph Baric in 1999. The major characteristics of SARS, MERS, and sars coronavirus too. it's a good way... You- Ralph Barrick is the researcher at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, who's famous for his chimeric coronavirus research. In 2002, there was a recognition that the coronavirus was seen as an exploitable mechanism for both good and ill. On April the 25th, 2003, the U.S. Center for Disease Control filed a patent on the coronavirus transmitted to humans. Under 35 U.S. Code Section 101, nature is prohibited from being patented. Either SARS coronavirus was manufactured, therefore making a patent on it legal, or it was natural therefore making a patent on it illegal. If it was manufactured, it was a violation of biological and chemical weapons, treaties, and laws. If it was natural, filing a patent on it was illegal. In either outcome, both are illegal. In the spring of 2007, the CDC filed a petition with the Patent Office to keep their application confidential and private. They actually filed patents on not only the virus, but they also filed patents on its detection and a kit to measure it. Because of that CDC patent, they had the ability to control who was authorized and who was not authorized to make independent inquiries into coronavirus. You cannot look at the virus. You cannot measure it. You cannot develop a test kit for it and by ultimately receiving the patents that constrained anyone from using it, they had the means, they had the motive, and most of all, they had the monetary gain from turning coronavirus from a pathogen to profit.
2: Developing and owning a coronavirus vaccine has become a biotech arms race with political overtones.
4: This vaccine gold rush is starting to bother me. Gold rush. Hmm. Let's keep that in mind. And so somewhere between 2012 and 2013, something happened. The federal funding for research that was feeding into places like Harvard Emory, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. That funding suddenly became impaired by something that happened at the NIH, where the NIH got this little tiny moment of clarity and said, I think something we're doing is wrong. And in 2013, the NIH said gain-of-function research on coronavirus should be suspended. The National Institutes of Health had a moral and social and potentially legal reason to object to research. But the letters that were sent to the researchers essentially said, you are receiving notice that we're telling you to stop. And now on the bottom of the page, we're going to clarify what stop means. Keep going. But when the heat gets hot, In 2014 and 15, what do you do? You offshore the research. You fund the Wuhan Institute of Virology to do the stuff that sounds like it's getting a little edgy with respect to its morality and legality. But do you do it straightway? No. You run the money through a series of cover organizations to make it look like you're funding a U.S. operation, which then subcontracts with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The U.S. could say China did it. China could say the U.S. did it. And the cool thing is both of them are almost telling the truth.
2: Where did the coronavirus come from? There is a new investment. Investigation into its origins, U.S. intelligence officials tell NBC News that they are examining whether the virus accidentally came from a Chinese lab.
4: Chinese officials pushing back against that claim on Thursday,
2: tweeting that it might be the U.S. Army who brought the epidemic to Wuhan. I was the first person in the world to look at an epidemic and study its characteristics and prove that it was due to biological warfare and was not a natural occurrence. So I published that 28 years ago. Early in this pandemic, I did not think the coronavirus was a natural occurrence from bats. I feel quite convinced that this was a laboratory designed organism. There have been hundreds and hundreds of leaks from high containment laboratories that do research on pathogenic coronaviruses and other potentially lethal organisms. I was particularly interested in a paper that came out in Nature Medicine by five scientists claiming that it was definitely a natural occurrence rather than a lab construct. But the arguments they used did not hold water. They didn't really make a lot of scientific sense. And yet all kinds of very important people started parroting what this paper said. And so that, of course, got me scratching my head saying, why are these people? risking their reputation when it's obviously illogical, you know, doesn't hold water. Somebody must have made them publish this, and somebody must have told these other people that they have to say it's it's a great piece of science.
1: Okay, I'm going to stop this for a second, because uh, it looks like we've got a caller from Switzerland, and I don't want to keep them on hold. Uh, good morning, caller. How are you doing today? Hey. Um Hello? Uh, I am calling in the show or, or what? This is a show. Yeah, you're I calling you're uh, you're on your DIY health, uh with uh, Sergeant Jim Ram. We're we're on the air now.
0: Do you know Gematria?
1: Nope, not Gematria. <laughs> Gotta double check the schedule. Why you don't know Gematria? It's of course to know about the Gematria, the one two three
0: Russia attack two oh one event and so on. You don't know this, the vaccination six 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 and
4: so on.
1: Oh I know about uh I know about event two oh one. I was just playing a video about it and I'm very familiar with the uh as far as the um uh, the COVID uh, the bioweapon nature of these injections and all that. What's about XRP and so on? Do you invest in XRP About what? XRP, the cryptocurrency. XRP, the Ripple coin. The Ripple coin what kind of coin
4: Ripple coin XRP Uh, the new world order coin
0: do you know it XRP yes
1: okay yeah the XRP is um, uh, it's also known as what's it called Um, oh shoot I've used it for one of the uh, things I've been involved with um, haven't used any of it lately, however. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. But I'm, I am familiar with XRP. Okay, good. Thank you. I'm just, you know, I, I called uh, actually by uh, mistake. I'm sorry. I just wanted to go, go to Gimatri Effect News to call to he, to chat out with Zachary G- Zach H-
0: Hubbard. But I don't know how to call to America. I never did it, you know.
5: Yeah, I, I understand.
1: I, if I had to call Switzerland from here, I wouldn't know how to do it either. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Take care. All right, we're going to go back to the video here. You were quoted as saying,
5: it was a meticulous job done professionally.
4: It could be done by some somebody very expert in molecular biology, I think. But it's not natural, is it what you want to say?
1: No, it's not natural. It's a work of professionnel a work de de biologistes moléculaires. C'est un travail très minutieux, on peut dire, d'horloger, dans, dans quel Alors, but, la, la,
4: dans quel dans quel ça,
1: ça n'est pas, n'est pas clair. Moi, je, je, si vous voulez mon, mon travail, c'est les faits. C'est See the, the problem
4: here. with all of this is the evidence is right in front of our face, and when confronted with evidence, we are told fact checkers are somehow transcendent.
5: The pace of our modern world makes it nearly impossible for working people to research the events and policies that shape their lives. When seeking answers to life's most pressing questions, where do we go first? Google, enter the subject, hit go, and there it is, only what they want us to see. In today's culture of copy and paste journalism, it's common for hundreds of unrelated outlets to feature the exact same report. This is not the result of laziness. This is by design. When we see identical headlines across seemingly unrelated platforms, the logical mind concludes, well then, it must be true. The illusion that numerous news sources have arrived at the same conclusion gives us confidence to share the chosen narrative. And just like that, we become the unwitting pushers of propaganda. Search engines are the holy grail for those seeking to control the narrative.
3: Google is already more powerful
4: in terms of its control over people's lives than almost every government on the planet.
5: As the most influential search engine in the world, through its ubiquitous reach, Google has more power to influence US elections than any foreign nation.
4: You testified before this committee
1: You said in subsequent elections, Google and Facebook and Twitter and big text manipulation could manipulate as many as 15 million votes in a subsequent election?
3: And the methods that they're using are invisible. They're subliminal. They're more powerful than most any effects I've ever seen in the behavioral sciences. And I've been in the behavioral sciences for almost 40 years.
4: The blacklists is something that Google said didn't exist, and they testified that under oath.
0: And nothing but the truth to so help you guys.
4: Now, me as an engineer, I just did a search on Google's internal search engine, and guess what I found? It had blacklisted search terms like cancer cures. Why is Google deciding what people can and cannot search for?
5: What was once an efficient tool for navigating the world of information is now a network for global surveillance, data collection, and social engineering. Now let's take a look at a few of the most commonly used fact-checkers, beginning with Snopes. The husband and wife duo of David and Barbara Mickelson founded Snopes.com in 1995. They have no journalism background or training whatsoever. They built their fact-checking empire by using Google as their primary verifying source. The Mickelsons divorced in 2015. Barbara sued David for embezzling money that he allegedly spent on prostitutes as well as a lavish honeymoon with his new wife who worked as an escort in Las Vegas before joining the Snopes cast of characters In 2017, David Mickelson's new business partners filed a lawsuit accusing Mickelson of multiple counts of fraud and embezzlement Snopes proclaimed to be the internet's go-to source for discerning what is true and what is total nonsense, yet one glance at their history of fact-free checking Tells another story. When Dr. Michalovitz claimed she was arrested without a warrant and jailed without a charge, Snopes rated her statement false. Had they bothered to explore the arrest documents, they would have seen that indeed there was neither a warrant nor signatures to officiate a charge, a fact that I confirmed with members of Dr. Michaelvitz's legal team. Was there a search warrant? No. And was she ever charged? No. Never charged with the crime
4: hundred percent correct. Judy has never been charged with any crime.
5: Facebook's fact-checking arm, PolitiFact, is owned by the Poynter Institute, which has received substantial funding from big pharma allies such as Google and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Like Snopes, PolitiFact has a history of misleading the public. In late January 2019, PolitiFact, Snopes, and FactCheck.org raced to squash the notion that coronavirus and its treatments were patented. They reviewed only three of the 4,452 publicly available patents, which unmistakably show that SARS coronavirus detection and treatment had been widely patented by both the public and private sectors. Facebook's founder pledged to the WHO, saying they would remove false claims and block
1: and we're going to stop it there. You can watch the rest. you on your own. Again, it's on the Angel Telegram channel and in the chat room. So check it out. We'll be back in three minutes. Top dollar. do DIY help. Two frequency radio network. Okay. you
0: the-
2: Health Radio,
0: your
1: DIY, Health Radio, your DIY, Health Radio, Sergeant Jim Brown, if you can call me Sarge. Back to the second hour of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. Just uh, taking a look at some of the chat room uh, notes. uh, The pace of modern world makes it nearly impossible to research the events that affect their lives. Paraphrase (laughs) from something from the video. Uh, That is true. And the thing is, in that video, I mean, he has the proof that the... um, the patents on COVID-19 and all this stuff went back to 1999. Uh, this did not just pop up. It was a long drawn out process of development. And again, I don't believe the germ theory. I'm a, i mean I subscribe to the terrain theory, but obviously the people involved in this research believe in the germ theory. And they obviously created something and patented it, but that does not mean that that's what was making people sick. You know, it, it, it's hard to tell exactly what's going on here. But uh, whatever the case, uh, there is some sort of illness that's going around. The question is, what's actually causing it? Um, and did they did these people that were filing these patents? Uh, somehow or ever create something that, hmm, I don't know, manages to make people sick? Or is it some other technology in co- in conjunction with this stuff? I don't know. You know. I'm the first to admit that I have not a clue as far as how all this stuff is panning out. I just know that uh, there has never been a single instance where someone has isolated a, a, an alleged virus and purified it and injected it into a healthy, uh, put it into a healthy uh, source or, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, a healthy person or animal uh, subject and recreated the disease. It's never been done for COVID or any other thing in the history of the world. You know, Cox postulates, and if you look that up, it'll tell you how exactly what they claim is the way you can make sure that something is, is causing an illness. No one has ever found any bug, bacteria, fungus, virus, whatever, has ever found anything like that and gone through the entire Cox postulates and proved that this thing causes an illness. And in many cases, they would try to take it from a healthy person, you know, a sick person, put it into a healthy person, In not one time did the healthy person get sick. Now, if you inject toxins into uh, somebody that you take out of a sick animal or person and put it into a healthy person, yeah, they'll get sick from the toxins, but not from a virus or bacteria. So how this is actually working, your guess is as good as mine. I think it's a combination of toxins in the environment introduced by probably these same people and the new radio frequency stuff that's being introduced because for every so-called pandemic in history, there has been a corresponding uh, release of radio frequency at least in the last 150 years, put it that way um before that it was primarily because of crappy living conditions when you have sewage raw sewage running in the streets and rats all over the place and everything else um you have problems like that it's toxics and and basically is people who are uh, detoxing like the little graphic that uh, Ellen just put in the chat uh, Captain Picard punching out the Ferengi and I look at that. That's me punching out <laughs> Anthony Fauci, the Ferengi. That's what I'd like to do. A little turkey. Um, I can just sit there and watch this all day.
3: <laughs>
1: oh goodness. But anyway, yeah, I, uh, I, I have a new favorite book it's called the uh, contagion myth it's by dr tom cowan and uh sally fallon Morell from the western a., weston a price foundation and that book it does an excellent job of spelling out what's going on answering a lot of the questions and telling you how it's you know it's not this but it's this you know, kind of a thing and uh I encourage you. It's a free download. I've got it uh, posted on my Telegram channel. Uh, You have to scroll up a little ways to find it, but it is there. And uh, you can buy it online for about 15 bucks, or you can download it free of charge uh, from the Telegram channel. Let's look at some of the stuff in the news. People become the plague. Bill Gates developing a needless vaccine that spreads like a virus to the unvaccinated. There's been talk about this off and on for the last couple of years. And just one more thing. New research funded by the U.S. National Institutes of Health and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Whenever you hear that name come up, it's not good. Aims to develop a needless vaccine that can be spread like a virus rather than have to be injected. In other words, it's just another disease, (laughs) leaving no way for anyone to remain unvaccinated. This SOB, I mean, that's grounds for a preemptive strike as far as I'm concerned. That is crimes against humanity. To sit there and play God and think you can come up with something and put it out there and force every single person on the planet to have it, whether they want it or not is beyond criminal. The goal is to create a vaccine that people catch without their consent and without the need for any injections. The vaccine would be passed from one person to the next, like a cold, in other words. A paper on the subject claims that contagious vaccines will be slightly less deadly than traditional injections. (laughs) But they'll still kill you. But, uh, but not non-lethal. They can still kill, of course. That's the whole idea. That's what Gates wants. He wants to kill as many people as he can in any way he can. Some people will die who would otherwise have lived, <laughs> though fewer people die overall, it further explains. The other issue is there's no consent for vaccination from the majority of patients. Those in support of the concept say it is no different than artificial water fluoridation. Yeah, that's toxic too, you jackasses. <laughs> and that's another poisoning of people that people shouldn't have to take without informed consent. Uh, water fluoridation, which involves mass medicating in the general public with a drug that can supposedly prevents tooth decay. Bull. <laughs> It uh, causes your pineal gland to become calcified and drops your uh, IQ and causes tumors and all kinds of junk. Like fluoridated water, needless vaccines would be administered by force using methods that leave people unable to opt out. Nothing is asked whether they give consent. Even those who disagree with it, says Professor Dominic Wilkinson, a medical ethics specialist at the University of Oxford who apparently supports the idea. How on earth can anybody supposedly being a medical ethics specialist support something like this? That guy needs a case of major slap therapy. Instead, we entrust elected officials to examine the likely health benefits. No, we don't. Only idiots do that. To examine the likely health benefits and make decisions based on the evidence, I don't think that there's anything intrinsically different when it comes to the idea of self-spreading vaccines. What a frickin' moron. Good grief. These people need to be rounded up and shot. (laughs) Period. And that's just just as good a thing to do is to stick people with all this junk without their approval. Self-spreading vaccines could easily be turned into bioweapons. What do you mean easily be turned in? That's what they are to start with. All vaccines are bioweapons. They don't do anything good. They kill and maim. All of this is music to the ears of Bill Gates, who has been working diligently for decades to force vaccinate the entire planet through any means possible. Gates has long promoted any and all vaccines, including Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 injections, which he intends to pair up with subcutaneous quantum dot technology. This concept has parallels with the mark of the beast concept outlined in biblical texts. Such a self-spreading weapon may prove uncontrollable and irreversible, warns Dr. Filippo Lentos. You think? A senior lecturer in science and international security at King's College, London. Lentos, uh, or Lentzos, (laughs) says that unleashing self-spreading vaccines would make it possible for hijackers to turn them into biological. They don't even have to have hijackers. The people that create them are making biological weapons in the first place. Assuming they are not already biological weapons to begin with. There you go. Professor Jim Bull, an infectious diseases expert at the University of Idaho, who monitors developments in transmissible vaccines, has said that it still remains unclear whether or not self-spreading vaccines are even possible. The big hurdle right now is knowing whether we can make them, he is quoted as saying. The Department of Health and Social Care at Bull School told Good Health that no trial for any self-spreading vaccine would take place without undergoing stringent regulatory and ethical approval. Yeah, right. And the thing is, is that how are they gonna how are they gonna do this trial without it being released everywhere? Are they gonna take these people to a desert island and uh, you know inject one person? and then watch to see if it spreads to everybody else and then what happens after the trials over do they kill all the lab rats so to speak or do they take them back home on a plane and just release them into the wild so to sp- you know so they can spread it to everybody else that's that's a pandora's box that must not ever be even dreamed of let alone be open. uh huh sure <laughs> If he did do this, I doubt this is true. I will go after him myself. One reader at news Punch referring to Gates. Yeah, me too. If I ever see the sucker, <laughs> I'll tell you what, him and Fauci both, I don't doubt this at all, Responded another. Just remember, Gates is one uh, who once, who also once was a big fan of massive, massive world depopulation. What do you mean once was? He still is. This is his goal. Someone else wondered at the the ease with which monsters like Bill Gates just continue to unveil death device after death device, all cloaked as things that supposedly help to save lives. If Gates is attached to it, it's designed to kill. That's all you got to know. Let me put it this way. I'm sure the elites would love to make a bug that will cause harm to others without fail. But God made the human body with an awesome, powerful immune system that is very hard not to crack if your body gets what it needs nutrition-wise. That's true, and that's why I push that all the time here, said another person offering a glimmer of hope. And that's what it boils down to. Your body is a—and God knew all this stuff was coming before he formed the earth. He knew that this ass, I can't even say it, this jackass Bill Gates was going to be developed. Satan was going to take over him and cause him to do all kinds of stupid things. And our bodies were designed to to resist all of it, but we've got to give it what it needs. And that's the 90 essential nutrients. Good grief. Huh. It's absolute insanity. Every single day, something more comes along. But that schmuck needs to be stopped. Trudeau and Biden extended national emergencies to create permanent state of emergency for never-ending suspension of civil rights. Well, luckily, Trudeau shut down their emergency thing, from what I understand. But who knows where they're going to go from here. South African doctor severe COVID and aller- allergic reaction to spike protein nanoparticles. Murder for money whistleblower reveals hospitals get paid for every COVID patient admitted. Exactly, and for every COVID patient they put on remdesivir, every COVID patient they put on a vent. And every COVID patient they check out in a body bag with a death certificate stating COVID as the cause of death. On average, it's one hundred thousand dollars plus the hospitals get start to finish. But Nebraska, they get over three hundred and seventy nine thousand per COVID patient in hospital. West Virginia is four hundred and seventy one thousand. North Dakota is three hundred thirty nine thousand. Yeah, Yes, DePriest, who hails, well, let's start at the beginning. A whistleblower revealed to Del Bigtree on uh, Highwire that hospitals get bonuses for every patient infected with the Wuhan coronavirus. Tennessee resident A.J. DePriest said some hospitals are even paid almost half a million dollars for every admitted COVID patient. The priest, who hails from Wilson County, told Big Tree that hospitals in her home state get $166,000 for every hospitalized COVID 19 patient. This trend is not only limited to Tennessee hospitals, as the priest presented documents showing other states having larger payouts for every COVID 19 admission. Nebraska is getting $379,000. Per COVID patient in the hospital, West Virginia, $471,000, and North Dakota, $339,000, said Big Tree. According to DePriest, hospitals have to follow the COVID-19 treatment protocol set by the National Institutes of Health, or Anthony Fauci, in other words, in order to be eligible for the money. Exactly. And that's why COVID patients are isolated. Their family is kept away from them. They're not allowed to be use the Uh, protocols that are proven to work like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and budesonide and that kind of thing no they have to be put on the things that are designed to kill like remdesivir which kills 53.1 percent of all the people to get it it all leads back to those nih protocols and those protocols the only approved drugs for use in hospitals for start you know start with remdesivir said the priest lethal drug Kills over half the people to get it. She added that aside from admissions, hospitals are also paid for COVID-related procedures. They, don't, they do on patients. They get 39000 for every patient on a ventilator. Plus, there's a 20% bonus add-on, which is a weird thing to call something when you're murdering people using the remdesivir and a ventilator. But basically, yeah, they get 20% of the entire hospital bill added on. So if it's a two hundred thousand dollar hospital bill, they throw another forty thousand on top of it. DePriest Priest added that uh, hospitals are likewise hugely paid for administering polymerase chain reaction tests or PCR tests, which don't work. <laughs> they don't. They can't. They aren't used, supposed to be used for diagnostics at all, which is what Kerry Mullins, the guy who developed the test and got the Nobel Prize for it said they are not designed for diagnostics, period. Anyway, she explained hospitals get paid a fortune just on these faulty PCR tests. They get the test for free, but the government pays for every time they administer a test. They pay for every positive test and every test that results in a hospitalization. So hospitals make a fortune just off the faulty test alone. Yes, you know. Great work if you can get it, you know. Good grief. Whistleblower pointed her, her fingers at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS, for driving this money in a murderous scheme. <coughs> CMS is responsible for that. They've got their hands, all their fingerprints are everywhere, all over the extra payments to the hospitals for killing people.
2: <coughs>
1: Remdesivir is a key pillar of hospitals, COVID-19 death protocol. The reason why other count countries don't have the death rates that we do in the U.S. for the whole year of 2021 was the was the only country that was allowed to use remdesivir uh, to date. You know, and that it's basically, they stockpiled all the remdesivir that was made and it was only allowed to be used in the U.S. To date, we've lost about 20,880 people in Tennessee in hospitals. <laughs> 20,000 in Tennessee alone. These people aren't dying at home from COVID. They're dying in our hospitals, the priest said. Big Tree uh, saying for the first time in history, early treatment is not the answer. Yeah, it is, but staying away from the hospitals is the real answer. Hospitals say go home, get more sick, and then come back to us when your lips turn blue. (laughs) We put you on a ventilator and we give you remdesivir. Yeah, that's the thing. The real proper treatment is the first, you know, within the first three days, get ivermectin and or hydroxychloroquine. And, you know, better yet, just do a nutritional regimen that keeps your immune system functioning properly. Uh, The remdesivir shuts down your kidneys, which will cause your lungs to be filled with water. Now they say you're dying of pneumonia, which is wrong. It's not pneumonia. it's, It's pulmonary edema. Pneumonia is treated generally with antibiotics. Pulmonary edema is treated with um, Lasix or, you know, uh, diuretics to get the fluid out of your system. Two different things. And if they don't treat you right, you're going to die. You're going to drown in that stuff. It's actually a side effect of remdesivir. Perfect line of deaths for everybody walking into hospitals. I'll tell you they couldn't have set this thing up any better. And the trouble is, is people are stupid enough to go to hospitals. Texas-based chiropractor and Brideon TV host Dr. Brian Artis also cited the role of remdesivir in hospitals COVID-19 death protocols. During a September 2021 appearance in the Matrix Groove show, he revealed the antiviral medication formed part of an ICU cocktail along with anti-inflammatory dexamethasone uh, and an antibiotic uh, vancomycin. These three drugs combined can cause the kidneys and COVID-19 patients to fail. When you cause acute kidney failure with drugs they, that they're using in the ICUs while they have an intravenous drip uh, that is putting water into their body, their abdomen, heart, and lungs eventually fill up with water. Artists told the program's host, Jeffrey and The Matrix uh, Peterson, and Shannon Shady-Groove Townsend, uh, according to the chiropractor, the resulting accumulation of water in the lungs is then wrongly diagnosed as COVID pneumonia. He explained hospitals are misdiagnosing that as COVID pneumonia that you um, continue to hear when it's actually pulmonary edema, which is what I just said. And uh, it's criminal. But if you start having symptoms of this stuff, stay home. And if you don't have hydroxychloroquine, you know, the easy thing to do right now is go to your local Walmart, get yourself a cool mist vaporizer and several bottles of um, 3% hydrogen peroxide And and uh, and some zinc drops. You know, you can buy those just about any place that has, you know, nutraceuticals. And when the time comes, you make, make up a 1% solution of, of uh, hydrogen peroxide. The easy way to do it is two bottles of water to one bottle of hydrogen peroxide. That goes from 3% down to 1%. Then fill up your uh, you know, cool mess vaporizers and keep that thing running, whatever room you're in, right next to you so that you're inhaling that stuff. And put, some, uh, put a few drops of the zinc uh, in there as well. And um, you'll be surprised. It may very well save your life. And it's inexpensive and still available just about anywhere. You know, it's hard enough to get a hold of these other things. Um, Use the stuff that's still readily available. Bitcoin's value continues to shrink amid Russia-Ukraine conflict. Investors turn to gold and silver. (laughs) It's good to have all of those things. I have gold, I have silver, and I have Bitcoin. And I also have um, a system that I talked about at the beginning of the show called um, Hyperverse, which is absolutely amazing. It's based on cryptos, but it is done in a way that is non-volatile, non-volatile and uh, does not go up and down, go up and down and up and down and up and down. It's, it's the same every single day. And it works like a charm. And it, I tell you what, the best part is, is it's totally outside the central banking system. They have their own uh, app that has a um, you can apply for a, a physical Visa card or a virtual Mastercard, and they work great. They're international, and you can load your crypto right onto them and spend them anywhere without anybody's permission. And if they shut down the U.S. banks, guess what? These things still work. (laughs) You know, the only problem is, you know, if, if credit card terminals are down, you're kind of stuck. But then you still have the crypto itself that you can use to buy things, just transferring to other people with crypto wallets. And you work out a barter system, so to speak. I'll give you X amount of crypto for, you know, whatever kind, for whatever it is you're trying to get. Well, that's it for the third segment. Stick with us. We'll be back in three minutes with the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health. We'll be right back. They found a way to get it all back. They say. We'll legalize your drug deal, but you gotta give us lots of check.
3: Well, wake up, you're being screwed. Pharmaceutical drug guys can be so rude. They don't care
5: if you live or you die, long as they get that piece of pie. My, my, my. Don't
1: care if you
3: live or you die,
1: long as they get that piece of and welcome back to today's edition, or the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health. And uh, during the break, um, Alan put a question in the chat room about um, what do you do about dandruff? Is there any kind of a nutrient that can lower the production of it? Well, what is dandruff? dry, flaky skin. And what causes your skin to do that? Especially in the wintertime, that's when most people experience it. It's the same reason you have cracked fingernails or fingertips, and uh, the bottoms of your feet get all crusty and cracked and everything. It's basically the same thing. What it is, is number one, (laughs) you're not getting enough water in your system. You're dehydrated. And number two, you don't have enough essential fatty acids. Essential fatty acids are what promote a lot of different things, but especially skin health. And um, when when I started uh, drinking more water and taking additional uh, essential fatty acids in the in the winter all of that stuff got, you know went away. You know, I, the bottoms of my feet used to get uh, real cracked and uh, they they actually hurt. Um, they would crack and uh, have get crusty, so to speak. My fingertips would uh, split, and uh, you know, they would. I'd glue them back to gloves. <laughs> you know, a lot of people would put on like vax- Vaseline and put gloves over them and stuff. Um, but the thing is, your skin heals from the inside out. So all the creams and lotions and potions, they're not going to do much. You know, in a short term, they may give you some relief. But to actually heal the skin, it's got to happen from the inside. So, you know, number one, being on the 90 essential nutrients is key. Number two, just uh, double up on the essential fatty acids in the winter time, uh, and make sure that you're drinking as much water. You know, the ideal, the way, the best way to figure it is whatever your body weight in what is is, you drink half your body weight in ounces per day. So, if you weigh 200 pounds. You should be drinking 100 ounces of water a day. Most people aren't anywhere near that. If you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 ounces, or almost a half gallon, and that will, you know, that along with the essential fatty acids will help things go in the right direction. Um, again, if you're going to, if you're not drinking enough water, and you need to increase. I've said this multiple times. The best way to do it is whatever you're doing. say you're drilling six cups of water a day now. Uh, next week do seven cups a day. The following do eight cups a day. So you increase one cup per day per week. That way your body will get used to it. It will acclimate itself to it uh, smoothly rather than and you, otherwise you'll be in, you'll spend all day in the bathroom if you if you drastically increase your water intake, you'll find that you're uh, you know going potty a lot. So one cup per day per week uh, increase is a good safe way to do it without um, interrupting your work schedule and all the other things you got going on but uh, omega threes primarily the um, The ones that I really like with uh, longevity are uh, the the Prohoba omegas um, because our other ones have omega-3, 6, and 9. And 6s are basically, um, there's been more and more study that show that they cause, if you have too many of them, you'll end up with uh, inflammation. So doing omega-3s is a good way to go, and that's basically what the Prohoba omegas are. They're also, you get 120 of them for like 17.95, I think, which is, they're probably the least expensive uh, EFAs that we have as well, and um, I've been using them for the last couple of years. Uh, Dr. Peter Glidden keyed me in on them, and, uh, you know, basically, if he likes it, I like it for the most part. Uh, the guy's uh, knows his stuff. He does a lot of research. He doesn't just do things willy-nilly. He looks into it scientifically, and... Uh, but that's basically where where you go with that. So uh, hopefully that helped uh, with your question, Alan. And uh, if not, let me know. We'll see what else we can find out. Just looking at some of the other things going on. Scotland halt, halts uh, reporting COVID jab data in order to cover up skyrocketing deaths. Gee, they're doing the same thing the CDC is doing. You know, they recently admitted, we're no longer going to report this information because people may, anti-vaxxers might use it to skew things and make it look like the vaccines are causing people to die. Well, guess what? They are. <laughs> you know, finally, you know, they're, they're admitting that uh, they're not going to report the, the, the numbers because the truth is going to get out and it's going to make them look bad. Corporate tyrant Amazon uses civil forfeiture to bankrupt families, seize all their assets for two years with no crime charged. Isn't that special? And so let's look at this. A man who worked for Amazon for nearly seven years lost every penny he and his wife had saved because he allegedly deprived Amazon of his honest services. Although Amazon never disclosed what that entails... Are you not giving 110% effort, in their opinion, to your corporate employer? Expect the FBI, on behalf of monster corporations, to seize every penny you've ever saved and threaten you with expensive federal court proceedings if you don't settle. That's right. Amazon and the FBI are conspiring together to destroy families and seize all their assets for two years without any legal uh, case or charges. And then just return the money two years later with no explanation. In other words, the FBI, who raided the Nelson home and seized all of their assets for two years, acts as an enforcement arm of the corporate tyrants. Yeah. Man works for Amazon suddenly, uh, for seven years, suddenly he's not giving them his honest services, so they seize his entire family's assets, including his wife's retirement funds. Oh, well, now that's just wrong. Mr. Nelson, a man who worked for Amazon for seven years and who has not been charged with the crime, lost all his savings for 22 months, including his wife's own savings and retirement money, and she has nothing to do with Amazon. This was all based on Amazon's opinion of what they claim is honest work. I'll tell you what, I know people that work in Amazon, and they tell me about all these idiots that are sitting around with their cell phones and playing and doing stuff and not doing their jobs. Uh, let's go after some of those bozos. Amazon, the communist company that supports riots, the sale of toxic products, and other horrific ventures, too numerous to name, now functions in tandem with the corrupt FBI to raid homes, seize assets, and terrorize inso- innocent Americans anytime they want and for any made-up reason this couple was not even allowed to see amazon's allegations they sealed they were sealed by the fbi so they couldn't even contest the seizures with any kind of judicial proceeding to recover any of their money and again total violation of the uh, due process clauses however because you are slaves You don't have access to the constitutional protections that you think you do. And these people found that out the hard way because they answered yes to the question, are you a U.S. citizen, every time it was posed to them. And that volunteers them into the federal slavery system, in which case you have no rights. You cannot have any property. You can only be property. FBI and Amazon seized nearly $900,000 from the Nelsons. Whoa. (coughs) Though Mr. Nelson's wife is not even named in the Amazon civil suit, and the Nelsons' lawyers say Amy was not uh, identified as a target or subject of the FBI investigation, the FBI still froze all of her savings, she's an attorney, and her retirement accounts. This is just the latest example of tyranny under the lawless guise of civil forfeiture in America, where state and federal governments have seized nearly $70 billion from Americans in the last 20 years. Proceeds fund law enforcement activities like the FBI. So they have more power to seize more assets. It's like giving bank robbers badges and awards so they can keep stealing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Due to the pandemic, everything got delayed even more while the FBI stalled discovery by claiming it would have an adverse impact on a pending criminal investigation. In other words, the FBI doesn't want the public knowing they're in cahoots with Amazon who seizes the assets of any employees who don't give their honest work at the sweatshop and slave ship known as the world's largest online shopping mall. Will Facebook follow suit pun intended and start raiding their employees' savings and retirement funds for workers who don't do their very best every day. No retirement for you should you criticize the globalist monopolies. No indictment has has been issued, but the case is actively proceeding so Amazon and the FBI can hold on to their money. The Nelsons had to sell their home last month and can't even pay their income taxes because the seizure took that money, too. According to the court filing, maybe the IRS will jump in now and jail the couple for owing taxes since the FBI and Amazon seem to be able to function above the Constitution and Americans' rights. Exactly, because Americans have no rights because they're slaves and they're property of the government. If you've ever answered yes when you're asked on a form, are you a U.S. citizen, this could happen to you, too. Small businesses all across the country are being seized, bankrupted, and shut down for for good by these flagrant court filings, including millions in assets from over 50 companies during the pandemic. This includes Nelson's wife's business called uh, The Riveter, which is a modern union of women striving for equality or equity of opportunity. So much for that. You won't read about this in mainstream news because it shows how evil Amazon really is. Stay tuned and stay frosty. (laughs) Oh, man. That stinks. Woke trans science camp leaders slept in the cabins with 10-year-old girls shared showers and bathrooms. Yeah, nobody's reporting this but Alex Jones either. And now me. (laughs) There's a... uh, Little um, so-called progressive sleeping arrangements afforded some grown men who pretend they're female to sleep and shower with elementary grade girls. They were fifth graders, from what I understand, at the school's science camp. The parents of little fifth grade girls are in complete shock, to say the least. There is absolutely zero science behind a man claiming he's a woman or half woman or a little girl or trans fluid fake something. Still, the fake science is used to perver- uh, for perverted dudes who want to get up close and, uh, to naked or half-naked girls and prance around the shower showing off uh, their new stuff at sleepover uh, science camp. Of course, the parents were not informed until it was over because all the perverts knew the parents would never approve of it. You think? Sneaky devils use fake science at, at science camp to perv out and will probably get away with it too. This is yet another reason why, if you still have your children in public schools, get them out. They are not schools. They are indoctrination camps. And now they are just grounds for perverts to do whatever they want with your little kids, boys and girls. And these kids are innocent. They don't know what's going on. And the next thing you know, they've got some disgusting puke of a guy. You know, running around naked in the shower with them, sleeping in the same cabins with them. I tell you what, I've never been blessed with a daughter, but if I had one and somebody like that did it, they would not be long for this world. The whole trans fluid movement is like an affliction on modern society, you think? Millions of horny adults are spreading their sex-crazed lifestyle onto teens and children while trying to normalize it all and make it legal, too. It's sick, twisted, and illegal, but the hard left, pardon the pun, want more, more, more. Yeah, there was also a uh, a recent thing, a uh, uh, headline that said, two women have a baby in prison. What actually happened? A dude who claimed to identify as a woman got locked up in the women's prison and he raped a woman. She got pregnant and had the baby, but the BS bogus headlines from the fake news. Oh, two women had a baby in prison wrong. That's how they twist all this stuff. And mo- most people are, Oh, and that's sweet. Two women had a baby. I got news for you. Two women cannot have a baby. It is impossible. You put two women together in a room for 50 years, they will never have a baby together unless one of them is pregnant when they go into the room. And I got pregnant from a dude, not another woman. And it's crap about men being, oh, two men had a baby. Yeah, like Judge. Yeah, he'll make a great mom. Worthless piece of crap. Anybody that's stupid enough to believe that there are more than two sexes and that uh, men can have babies and two women can have a baby. I got some oceanfront property in Arizona. I'd love to sell you. A group of parents of the 10-year-old girls who attend Weaver Elementary School in Los Alamitos, uh, California, was outraged that the male counselor slept in the room with the little girls and shared the showers, too. The non-binary transvestites converted Camp Polly in San Bernardino into a science experiment between men and girls, where the men act like women or girls and see if they can hang out in bedrooms and bathrooms with the real 10-year-old girls and get away with it, without the parents finding out, or at least not finding out before they finish the experiment. That's what they're calling an experiment? (laughs) A perv session. Parents still aren't sure whether or not the girls were abused in any way, but because even if they were, they may not be talking about it or scared to death to let anyone know. The trans dudes demanded to be addressed as they and them. (laughs) I would say they are going to jail and them are going to be locked up for a long time. As most of the modern transvestites hate to be called by their true biological pronouns, (laughs) It's just their gig. (laughs) I don't think so. It just ruins their gig. He, his, him. That's what it is. Always will be. Once the camp's man-girl cohabitation experiment was over, some parents contacted the school in total disbelief, trying to make sure their daughter's stories weren't true, where grown men shared the sleeping cabin and bathrooms with their 10-year-old girls. If any man in California simply says he's female by LGBTQ law, they can sleep and shower with little girls. That just shows, I mean, not only if you have your kids in public school, but if you live in California and you have kids, get out. Per California law, we place staff in cabins they identify with, claims Tammy Teague, the assistant director of the camp. <coughs> The extremist perverted agenda was never approved by any single parent of the girls. They should sue the camp, even if there was no abuse, definitely, of record. The whole situation is abusive, and that's obviously why the trans dudes and the camp directors did not tell the parents up front. That's disgusting. Who saw who in the showers? How close were the beds in the cabin? Or were the little girls forced to share the same mattress with the fake girls, grown men pretending to be little girls? Will the girls be tested for drugs in their system now, like uh, rohipnol or the date rape drug? Maybe the trans community just calls those drugs vitamins and minerals. <laughs> Since there's no science behind anything in California anymore, Parents are quoted saying that if they knew the trans pajama party or fest in advance, they would have kept their children at home. You think? (laughs) Although, in this day and age, if some of these idiots were willing to give their kids over to the sacrifice of uh, the bioweapon injections, if they do that, that, sure, let them go to camp and stay with dudes. What other school functions have done this? Are, Are doing this and will do this until they're stopped? California is the state that pushes transgenderism harder than any other state, teaching it in schools beginning in kindergarten level. Sexual deviance has been renamed, and the parents seem to be falling for it, and even voting for it under the guise of sex education. What idiots. Kindergarteners are now being trained and groomed to consider switching genders and are often offered tips on how to talk about it. Currently, talk of anal sex and bondage is limited to the high school program. So far, it'll get it'll work its way down. But don't be surprised to see it make its way down in the ranks into the middle elementary and toddler levels eventually. Careful what you vote for. You just might get it. Good grief. This is insanity. Stop the world. Let me off. Good grief. This is, uh, man, you can't make this stuff up. You don't have to. Science, public health broken by COVID protocols and mandates, says former Harvard professor. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Black female high school student is identified as vandal behind racist graffiti that saw Sacramento High School's water fountain scrawled with white and colored. Once again... Fake hate crimes perpetrated by the victims who claim to be victims but are actually the perpetrators. (laughs) Good grief. Oh, we've got about five minutes left. Still time if somebody wants to call in. 833 ETFR Live, 833 837 5483. Wayne Road. Vaccine court only serves the shield big pharma. You think? We need to go back to doing away with any of these laws that gives immunity to any manufacturer, administrator or of people of or anybody even that recommends this thing. Any vi- any vaccine whatsoever. You recommend it, person takes and gets sick, you're on the hook. It's absolutely disgusting that these idiot doctors, and when they have immunity, they are just like anybody else. They don't care about the research. They don't care about looking into the facts about this stuff. They just believe the BS propaganda that they get from the drug reps, and they just parrot it. Yeah, safe and effective. It says right here on you know, this Pfizer sheet I just got. If their butt was going to be on the line, if somebody got injured, you can bet they would do a little bit more due diligence into these things and start figuring out whether they were actually safe or not. And of course, if the companies that made these things were going to be sued every time someone got sick or died, maybe the good thing would happen. They would go out of business which is what was about to happen back in 1986 when they passed the stupid bill giving them the, uh, uh, the vaccinated, childhood vaccine, whatever the rule of law was. They went to Congress because they said, we can't keep doing this. We're going out of business because of all these lawsuits, you got to protect us or we're not going to be able to do it. Congress should have said, good, we're not going to protect you. If you don't make a product that's safe, you can go out of business. You need to. That's what they should have said. But Congress, being on the take, (laughs) it's not only you need to protect us. Here's a whole bunch of money to pass laws that protect us. And that's what happened. The corrupt SOBs in Congress all turned a blind eye, filled their pockets up, and passed laws that gave total immunity to these companies who can now produce products that kill, maim, destroy, with impunity and there's nothing anybody can do about it until we get back to a good clean system where elected officials can only have contributions from their constituents and there's a monetary limit as to how much you can give, it should be totally illegal for any corporation, any company of any kind to make a contribution it should be individual men and women period then we might see something decent happen but i doubt it because the people that seek these offices generally 99.9 percent of the time are corrupt criminal sobs just looking to make a buck they have they could care less about your best interest and I'm talking about Republicans as well as Democrats. I don't discriminate there. They're all a bunch of scum for the most part. There's only a handful. Just like attorneys, the 1%, you know, the the 99% give the 1% a bad name. So there we are. But we are just about out of time. Oh, missed all those things. I didn't scroll down in the chat room. Um... You're welcome, Alan. (laughs) Um, Amen, 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 amen. (laughs) Uh, I'm so sick of Congress, I could vomit. Yep, me too. Not just Congress, the Supreme Court. I'm, I'm sick of all three branches of government. They're all disgusting. They're all on the take. They're all worthless, and they all ought to be shut down. But we are out of time just about in a minute. about 20 seconds. music's gonna start. Uh, we will be back on uh, in one hour on your Folk Radio Network. The Information on it is under the radio shows tab on my website. And otherwise, we'll be back Tuesday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live and try to be humbly grateful and not grumbly hateful. Take care and God bless, Have a wonderful weekend.